0: Hi, it's Dr. Julie, my CBT podcast. Thanks for being here with me. I am a licensed clinical social worker and I have my doctorate in psychology, and I'm here to bring the power of CBT into your own life. So, first, I'm going to share an email I received from a listener. I always appreciate you guys reaching out. So, she wrote Hi, Dr. Osborne, thank you for your podcast. I'm trying to draw on your mantra because I've lived my life making decisions with feelings. And I'm always unsure of myself. I'm having trouble finding what's best for me. When anyone else is around, I'm focused on them. I've been diagnosed with CPTSD, which is Chronic Post Traumatic Stress Disorder, and prescribed Lexapro, which I don't take. (laughs) Any advice from you would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. So I wrote back, and I just said, thanks for being a listener and your kind words. I would start by purchasing the Mind Over Mood workbook and getting started learning the CBT tools. The ABCs of CBT would be a great podcast to listen to. If you're over-focused on others, I will listen to my podcast on codependency. Another good book is Codependent No More. I truly believe that if we pause and take a moment, we do know what is best for us, although I understand this can be hard when we put others first. I hope this is a good start for you. And then I just ask for permission to share her email on um, the podcast so I just wanted to share that with you because I thought it was a really good question when people start listening to the podcast uh, my mantra she's talking about is about making decisions based on what's best making decisions based on what's best for you not how you feel and that's something I live by and really helps me on a daily basis and this is what she was sharing that she's just trying to learn Um, but sometimes when we are focused on other people we do have to pause and say okay If I was going to make a decision based on what was best for me right now, now what's best for them or how I feel, what would I do? And that's always a good starting point. And another way to ask yourself that is to ask yourself, am I honoring myself in this situation, in this relationship, in this circumstance? I believe we all know when we're honoring ourselves and when we're not. And if we can be honest with ourselves, maybe that's where we need to stop, get some help, talk to someone that we trust, to kind of start a new direction and to start taking better care of ourselves. So I just wanted to read that email. I thought it might be helpful for several of you guys getting started with cognitive behavioral therapy, what to do about, you know, Ordering the Mind Over Mood Workbook by Dr. Greenberg Padesky. That's my main workbook that I use. I also use Feeling Great by Dr. David Burns. So those are the two. On any of my podcasts, if you scroll down to the transcription, there is... um, button with the picture of the books and that will take you to be able to buy them easy and simple so you know you're getting the right one. And as always, if you have any questions as you're working through the workbook, you know, please reach out. Um, Sometimes you just need a little direction um, to keep going, go forward. So um, I'm definitely here for you guys to make sure you can make the most of what you're learning with me. That is the intention, right? To get more CBT out into the world so we all can start using it and be a better place, and the world will be a better place, I think, if we're making decisions based on being mindful of what am I thinking and challenging and balancing out my thoughts instead of making decisions and reacting off my feelings. So today I wanted to share um, a very popular word that we all use a lot, and I thought this would be good to talk about because the word triggered is really popular right now, right? You've probably heard it. I hear it a lot. This triggered me, that triggered me, right? And I thought, oh, let's talk about this because we can really use our tools to deal with when we are triggered. So what is triggering first? So to give you a definition, so if you're being triggered, that word just describes when you're having a strong emotional response to a particular event or situation or even a topic, And when you're triggered, it means that, you know, something like elicited this negative or really distressing reaction um, many times is due to past traumas. Um, It could be to sensitivities and personal experiences you've had. So to give you some examples, um, if you have ADHD, um, I've heard people getting triggered that even though they're really trying to stay focused and make good decisions, and be organized, and that kind of stuff, that, you know, when they do make a mistake, their trigger is like, oh my god, I'm going to get in trouble, or I'm going to get yelled at, or people are going to think that, you know, I'm not doing my best, or I don't care, because in the past, a lot of times, especially when you're a kid, if you have ADHD, whether your family knows it, or you know it, or not, right, not everybody gets diagnosed maybe as early as the could have, which would make a difference. You know, you're you're always in this corrective mode where people are getting frustrated and yelling at you. That can become your trigger, right? And that's when you know we'll talk in a minute about the using the tools, saying like, okay, I'm an adult now. I'm not going to get in trouble. I didn't do anything wrong, right? I just, you know, made a mistake here, made a mistake there, like everyone does. Um, another trigger, which I've experienced in my life and I've shared with you guys on my core belief podcast is my old core belief was that I was bound to be abandoned and that still gets triggered from time to time you know when we have our core beliefs I talk about how it's like part of your DNA that even though I've healed from that it I still have moments that something happens that that still gets triggered because it's just such a huge part of my life you know from what happened when I was a little kid so that's something you know to recognize right that um you know, say I'm sharing something, you know, in my marriage with my husband, and for me, maybe he's not paying attention enough, or he forgot something, right? Not, nothing intentional, but he wasn't being mindful, and that could maybe trigger some abandonment feelings in me. Now, I know that my husband's not going to abandon me, and I feel very secure with him, but that's my issue, and it could still get triggered, right? So we got to talk it out, be mindful, Um, If you've been through any kind of abuse, right, that can get triggered many ways. Um, You know, from hearing other people's stories, you could be watching the news, you know, you could be watching a movie and all of a sudden, you know, whatever abuse you went through, emotional, physical, sexual abuse, you know, that's out there a lot in many stories and that could be, you know, triggering as well. Uh, Remember that, you know, smells can trigger you. Certain sounds can trigger you, whatever they had to do with the situation that you're experiencing. Um, I know I shared with you guys that um, I had cancer in the past, and um, I just celebrated my two-year cancer-free, so that was exciting, but um, there's sometimes, you know, I'll be watching like a comedy, I'm like, oh, this a great movie, and all of a sudden, somebody in a movie has cancer, or someone dies of cancer, I, mean, I cannot tell you how often that happens, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, but it happens. Get a little triggered, and maybe you know, gives me a memory of you know what I went through to get help, uh, what I went through initially when I was recovering. So you never know. That's the problem with getting triggered, right? Is it's usually unexpected, right? If we know we're going into a situation, we might get triggered. We kind of plan for. We kind of like, yeah, I knew this was going to come up, right? if I'm like going into a hospital to visit somebody, I'm going to be mindful before I go of like, yeah, you know, this could be a little difficult, you know, walking in a hospital, because that happened for a little while after my surgery for me. So we can prepare for certain things. But lots of times, what is getting triggered is like, I didn't know that was going to happen. I wasn't expecting that I'm not prepared. And that's why it can be like overwhelming. So It happens on all different levels. I'm giving you guys a bunch of different examples, hoping that maybe you can relate to one. You probably have your own. But it's just to give you an idea of what does that even mean when someone's like, on I'm being triggered, right? So what do you want to do when that does happen and how can we use our tools? So I'm going to kind of give you a handful of things you can do initially, and then I'm going to get a little more specific with the CBT. So first... You want to obviously recognize your emotions because that's what you're going to feel first when you get triggered. That emotion of, you know, taking your breath away, um, feeling anxious, you know, feeling overwhelmed, feeling scared, feeling depressed, right? So remember, we're always more aware of our emotions just as human beings, it's the way it works, you know, but that is what we want to use as our red flag, to stop and say, okay, what am I thinking that's making me having all of these emotions? And then and what's going on that I'm getting triggered. Right. So you want to kind of ground yourself and be like, okay, oh yeah, it's the movie. Or oh God, that smell reminds me of, you know, the situation that happened. What whatever it might be, right? So you want to recognize your emotions and figure, you know, what is triggering you. And then you want to give yourself a little space. Give yourself a little time to first calm down, right? do some breathing, go take a walk, go reach out to somebody and just give yourself a moment to kind of, you know, calm down. So then we can start identifying our thoughts, right? When we're like overwhelmed or anxious or panicky, whatever you might be feeling, it's hard to be like, okay, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? Right? So I want to get you there. But I just want you to know, like, you need to give yourself a moment just to kind of take a breath and understand I'm being triggered, right? I'm not in harm's way. I'm not in a dangerous situation necessarily, right? I'm just being triggered from something from my past. And then I can start saying, okay, yeah, what am I thinking? You know, what are my memories or images that I'm having that's creating the emotions for me? We always want to identify what our thoughts are, right? Another thing to do that I just mentioned a minute ago was the breathing. So, you know, doing some deep breathing can help you regulate your emotions again, and it will decrease your anxiety if that's what you're feeling. So, there's lots of different ways to do some deep breathing. I like the 478 breathing. I mentioned this a few times in other podcasts. If you go to YouTube and you look up 478 breathing, you can see a video with Dr. Andrew Weil. That's one of my favorites. Um... Where you can really help the breathing, you know, your breathing to calm down. And the 478 works really fast. So that's something you could look up. But even taking you know, four deep breaths in through your nose for four seconds, then exhale four. And do that until you feel like calm enough that you can say, okay, what is really going through my head and what am I thinking that I'm having such a reaction to the situation? Another tool is grounding technique, right? So this focuses on you being present in the moment. So that's about, so what is ground? Think of grounding, like I'm getting grounded, right? Instead of kind of being overwhelmed. So I'm going to be mindful of where I am, right? I'm going to even describe it to myself, like, okay, I'm in my bedroom. This is my safe place. You know, I'm in my bed. I feel comfortable. That kind of thing. You can touch objects around you, right? Looking at the colors, the smells, the touch, whatever, you know, if you have a blanket, if I'm in my room, you know, my blanket. If you're in your car and this is happening, you can, you know, focus on that I'm in my car, I'm safe, I'm going to pull over, you know, that kind of thing. So grounding gets you back to the moment. So just being mindful of where you are and describing it to yourself. That's kind of a simple explanation of grounding. And then also reach out for support. So if you have someone that you're comfortable talking to, or maybe even your therapist, right? That talking things out when you get triggered can be very helpful, right? And someone can kind of help like, oh yeah, I understand, you know, it was triggering because of this reason or that reason. You know, you're safe, you're here with me, it's okay. You have your tools you can use. So it can help you process the whole situation better. Another thing always is self-care, you know, doing things to help you relax, whatever that is right? What is, what, is, what is it that you do that helps you kind of calm down, you know, meditation, whatever that might be to get you centered. And then doing some journaling, or what I would also suggest, obviously, is a thought record. And I say obviously, because that's what the CBT is all about, right? So doing the thought record, which is going to help you understand the triggers and the thoughts connected to them. So now let's say I get triggered now, you know, I've been able to use my grounding, my breathing. I understand that the situation is what now what I think it is, but then I'm getting triggered from past experiences, right? So I would write down in my thought record, you know, what was the situation, where was I, what time, who was I with? What were my moods? I would rate them. And then I would say, you know, what are my my thoughts? I'm going to be abandoned. You know, this is happening all over again. I'm alone. Um I have to handle everything by myself. Like those would be thoughts I personally would have if I'm feeling abandoned, all right? Thinking back to my past, um, not thinking I had control or that I had to control everything because I had to just rely on myself. So those could be all my ha thoughts, my thoughts that aren't 100% true that I'm having by getting triggered. And then that's going to increase, you know, me feeling anxious, sad, overwhelmed, uh, maybe even a little scared, right so for me to be able to like okay Julie I know all these are hot thoughts you know and giving myself some grace like it makes sense that I was triggered based on what I went through in my life but now you know I'm not in that same place anymore right so one thing I can do is looking at my experiences and the tools I've already used to change my fear of abandonment right is knowing like you know I'm not a little girl that can't do anything about her environment now I'm a grown woman you know this is my life. These are my relationships, my experiences. And I do have some control on how to handle things in my life and that I, I don't have this, you know, fear of being abandoned like I used to and just kind of put into context. So that's one thing I can do right another thing i can do is continue with the thought record and say you know do i have any evidence for these hot thoughts that i'm out of control i'm going to be hurt i'm going to be abandoned i'm on my own nobody cares i have to do everything on my own like i don't have any evidence for that right there's no evidence to support any of those thoughts because they're so hot and then the evidence that doesn't support them right is that first of all i have my own coping skills i have my cbt tools you know, I have a loving partner I go talk to and get support. I have friends, I have family I can even talk to and just kind of share like, whoo, all this came up for me. And I know it's not real, but it was just like a, very emotional for me. And just to get that love and that support, right, and, and have somebody help me process and maybe even do some grounding if I'm still feeling overwhelmed, right? And if it, if it is a, if it's a problem, a situation I have to handle, you know, that support can help me come up with a game plan right? An action plan, as I like to call it. So my new thought, right, is that I'm not bound to be abandoned. But that particular situation triggered, you know, an old fear I had. That's normal. I know it's going to be triggered the rest of my life because it's a part of who I am. But I'm okay. And I can handle it. And now I'm like, okay, I don't have to be anxious and scared and overwhelmed and all of those things because I've been able to walk through using that thought record and understanding where my thoughts came from, which caused me to feel that way. And a big thing with triggering right was the event, the situation and what was that. And I want to add that if it is an event of like so say going back to me having a hard time going into hospitals soon after my surgery, right that, Next time I'm going to go to a hospital, because that will happen again for whatever reason, I'm going to just, you know, kind of do some grounding with myself. Like, okay, you're healthy, you're safe, you're going in here just to get a test or a follow-up, or you're going to go visit, if I had to visit a friend or family member, and just be mindful, right? Now when I do go in, I do feel this difference that I don't get triggered like I did probably the first year after everything happened. So over time, things definitely do dissipate, they change, using the tools you will get better. And you won't be triggered is strongly. Sometimes you almost have to go through the triggering to even know that that particular event in your life can still affect you. All right? But that's why learning the tools, you know, now waiting for things to happen. If you're learning these tools so you have them when things happen in your life, it's like, oh, okay, if something does happen, I'm going to use my tools, my breathing tools, my CBT tools, whatever those might be. You want to be ready for it. Because we don't know when things are going to happen in our lives. But knowing that I have tools, I know that that consciously and subconsciously relaxes me in my life. Because I know that whatever comes my way, I know how to deal with it. And if it's not just me handling it, I have other people in my life I can go to. So I hope you're starting to think about, yeah, you know, what triggers have I had? Could I have? Right? Our brain, you know, works really fast. And when you've had triggering events, or if it's been traumatic for you, you know, your brain always remembers some of that, and it can't decipher through its thoughts what's going on. You have to do that. That's why you can have these strong reactions, and you need to take that pause and say, okay, I'm safe. What's going on? I need to calm down so I can work through this. Right? So again, everybody has their own triggers, and it's important to be patient with yourself as you explore this. And if they're linked to past traumas or any other disturbing experiences, you know, I'd really I'd really encourage you guys to seek some professional help so you can address and you can manage them. Because you know, that what happens a lot is when we don't have tools and we don't address our triggers, right? We tend to just avoid situations. Right? I'm not gonna go, you know, here, I'm not going to go there. Um, I'm not going to put myself out there. Maybe in a relationship, whatever that might be, because oh, that's going to trigger me. That's going to trigger me. So we don't want to give the emotions, right? We don't. We don't want to give the experience of being triggered all of the control in our lives. We want to always say, what part can I control? What part can I change? And what part do I have to let go? But I want to focus on what I can control, and not let it control me. Because if you allow that to happen you're going to give up a lot of stuff in your life and your world's going to get really small because if I'm not going to go here or I'm not going to go date again because, you know, some people i have said, you know, know, I've been cheated on before so I don't ever want to be vulnerable again. Well, that's going to just leave you as a single person the rest of your life and, and probably lonely, right? Or you had a bad experience at a job so you're never going to go work for anybody again. Not that you have to work for people, right? But most people do work for others, You know, it's like, no, I need to have a new experience, right? What can I do differently so that doesn't happen again? So we want to learn from what we went through, right? We want to change how we think about ourselves. And we want to prepare that the situation may come up again. But what am I going to do if that happens? And what am I doing to prevent that from happening? I'm going to be as healthy as I can. I'm going to deal with my past, my hurts. That could still affect me in many other ways today. And again, it's not just affecting me, but it affects everyone in my life, right? If I'm avoiding places, if I'm not being vulnerable to get close to others, like it's not, you know, my, my, my family is going to miss out because I'm just going to be holding back all the time, right? And being close to them and, and with my friends too and sharing and being authentic just makes the relationships even better. So I don't want to be fearful of like not putting myself out there because maybe I'll be abandoned by somebody, right? I probably will be. But maybe that'll be one person, and I still have lots of other people in my life, and and I can't control somebody choosing to abandon me for whatever reason. But if it happens, I know what to do, and that's what that's very empowering. It gives me a lot of, you know, I'd say courage and strength, um, feeling and knowing, right, that I'll be okay. So I hope this was helpful, and again, got you thinking about your own triggers, you know, write them down. Uh, You know, sometimes if you have someone in your life you're really close to, you know, sometimes they can bring it up and say, you know, I notice when this happens or when I say this, that you have a hard time or you react, you know, negatively to it. You know, maybe that's a little triggering for you and you'd be like, oh, you know what? You're right. I appreciate that. That's some good insight. I, I wasn't putting that together. I was just reacting. I was being, you know, maybe angry or pushy or controlling right and thinking like well that makes sense I'm like this because of this this and that but not really connecting to something in my past so you know when you're close with people in your life and you're open to them sharing things like that with you that can be helpful too so again writing them down you might be aware of some but not always and that that's normal right we don't understand everything that's going on with this 24 7 (laughs) so as always, you know, be mindful, get into that habit that when you're having negative emotions to ask yourself the first step is, what am I thinking? Right? And is it 100% true? Which are my thoughts are hot thoughts? The ones that aren't 100% true? Which ones are facts? And let me find some balanced ways to change my thinking so I can get back on track, right? And come up with the plan and feel feel good again, feel like I was feeling before I got triggered and understand that that's just part of life. And also it's part of the healing process too. I think it just also allows me to be like, okay, maybe you need to do a little bit of more work, right? Um, Just be more mindful and to remind myself like, oh yeah, I have all these things I can do when that happens. So I don't have to worry about it happening because I'll know what to do. So thanks again for being with me here today. You guys know how you can find me at my website, mycognitivebehavioraltherapy.com. I'm also on Instagram at mycbtpodcast. You can find me on Facebook under Dr. Julie Osborne. And if you want to send me an email, you can reach me at mycbtpodcast at gmail.com. So please keep sharing your thoughts, your concerns, your questions. I love hearing your feedback. Please pass this on to anyone that you may you know, think may find it helpful. And remember to make decisions based on what's best for you, not how you feel.